What's up, Mikey? How Paul. you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up? Actually, I have a bit my, of a... My, my dearest friend, Paul, how you doing? I have a bit of a bone to pick with you today. You mad at me again? Nope. I just have a bone to pick with you. Okay. That I mean, that idiom's usually for when you're upset with someone. Yep. And it's about a bone-picking machine. I, mm, okay. Okay. Sure. I know he's one of your buddies. I'm sure it is. What? Did you realize that your door outside is being percolated guarded by something? My What? Your door outside? My door outside is being percolated. Guarded. Oh, guarded. By something. Okay. Do you know who he is? No. Have you talked to him lately? Did uh, you do it on purpose? Are you trying to say there's a guy outside my house? I'm trying to say there's something outside of your house that's guarding it. And I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. And he's picking at bones. Are you talking about that old Halloween sign I have outside my back door? I am talking about the French bulldog that almost killed me on the way in here. I, I don't have a French bulldog. Okay, well, one of your neighbors probably does that. Did you ever think of that? And maybe why is he out there running around without a leash? Hmm? Running around without a leash, without an electric collar, without it. I don't care what it is, but I need, I'm afraid of dogs, my friend. And I cannot have French bulldogs, big scary creatures, coming I mean, running at me. Pretty small dogs, as far as dogs go. With a face, a vicious face, probably from Satan himself. I mean, most people consider French bulldogs pretty cute. He looked at me, and I could see by the way that he was looking that he wanted me gone. He <sighs> wanted me out well, of existence. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't do anything about it. Oh, I didn't know. And you took this dog, you took him in, you're friends with him, I bet. I Just... talk to him every now and then, he's my neighbor. But... Mm-hmm. Yep, and you convinced him to try to attack me with the viciousness of I a never thousand... Talked to him. Honestly, I don't really, I don't talk to him that much. He's uh, got a really thick accent, I don't really talk... It's, hard. it's a bit of a language barrier, so it's more of just like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, wah, wah, wah. Uh, but... <laughs> You know. Okay. But well, I promise I didn't send him. I think you just have a look uh, that dogs and an energy that dogs just respond to negatively. Listen, I have a very calm and collected and focused, powerful energy. Okay. Yeah. I'm a tough guy. That's how I operate. I imagine your spine just usually, looks like a really tight spring. Usually, I am like cool and collected and very suave with everything that I do. Yeah. But. All I'm trying to say is, you know, basically you have a 3,000-pound dog outside of your door that's like trying to bite people's heads off. 50 pounds. Pick at their bones. Pretty pretty small dog. And he's like two houses down. Very scary. No no control. Wild animal. Not my business. Not my dog. Okay, well, Look, fine. What? So you don't want to do anything about it? You don't want to call city? You don't want to call animal control? You don't want to get an even bigger cat to, to no, attack it? I'm not getting a cat. I'm not Can we I'm get a different... Do you have a different dog that you could use to attack it? Well, maybe have you thought about parking closer to my house? You Should we... Also, oh, I'm running over with the car. You don't... I wouldn't do that. All right, what do you want or me to do? Or talk about animal violence on the podcast in general. What do you want me to do about it? You could park. Clo- you always park like two blocks away from my house, and then walk over. Yeah, well, and then you there's a very good all... reason that I do that, Michael. What? Okay, when I'm trying to get parking and unparked out into the world again. 
into the worldy pipe yeah. world thing. The big one that goes fast with your car going zoom, you know, to another part of wherever you want to be somewhere else than where you are now. Sure. <laughs> then sure. what I have to do is I got to get on it quickly. And if I don't park two houses down, if I park next to you, okay, in front of your house, well, congratulations. Now I've avoided the big, giant, French evil thing that's going to kill me. Or guess what else I've done? Now I have to go turn around 17 city blocks, drive for about an extra 45 minutes to two hours to get home. I mean, that's not even close to true, but whatever. Whatever works in your brain, I'm just saying you, you could... There's, there's ways around it, but I think you... So you're siding with the dog. I guess if you want to look at it like that, um, yeah, okay. I'm siding with the dog on this one. Fine. Probably everybody sides with dogs because, oh, they're so pretty, cute, smart. No, they're not, everyone. They're not, okay? They're like maybe oversized the same thing as a fly. Would you think that a fly was cute if it was buzzing around the size of your ankle? Would you like that? Okay, um, I, I don't understand that comparison. But look. All I'm it. saying is any creature's not the size that it's supposed to be, like that one. Too small, too big, whatever it is, problem. I mean, you, you just have problems in general with things coming in your general direction. Like, that's why you never really excelled at baseball, right? Okay, I was pretty good at baseball. Yeah, well, T ball. Because you know what I would do? What? Okay. No, T-ball and baseball. T-ball is baseball. It's the same thing in many types of ways. It's just where the ball isn't coming at you at like well, the, 50 miles an hour. Well, it could be coming at you at 50 miles an hour. Maybe the bottom part of the T. You know? Mm-hmm. If you accidentally hit that and it and it swings down and then it swings it back up at you. It kind of flips upward and kind of... Could be very dangerous. Even more dangerous than probably a baseball at 90 miles an hour. Sure. So... I don't know. That's neither there nor anywhere else. But I am pretty good at t-ball. I, I bet. Mm-hmm. I bet you're great at t-ball. But also, you know, I try to play baseball with the real one. And I think something about the t-ball is just more challenging. Mm-hmm. Just a little tougher to focus so much on something not moving. Right. So then when I tried the baseball, I thought this is probably a little bit too simple, a little too straightforward. Let's go for the tea. I remember we also had a bit of trouble running the bases and like when people are like trying to like tap you out with the ball and you kind of like tense up a little bit. Okay, well, that's another thing, okay? Maybe I do like to not get poked. Is that such a bad thing? Well, I mean, it's just part of the game. It's just something you got to get over, that mental... It's all about that mental toughness. I have more mental toughness than they do. People who like to get poked on purpose for no reasons in games, not mentally tough. Well, you also scream a little bit when you... Okay, are we done with this now? Can we please just... Can you get the dog gone is all I'm asking you I'll, to do. I'll, ask, I'll talk to my neighbor. I'll talk to the dog to stop bothering you. I don't know. Okay, talk to the dog. Best. Even tell him if it requires... You know, I don't really like blackmail, but okay. If he needs a baguette, then I'll give him a baguette, okay? Okay. All right. Maybe that'll be a nice little olive branch from uh, you to him. Good. Problem solved. Then podcast is over. Perfect. Are we that's, done? That's the end of the pot. You don't bring any crimes? Oh, crimes, right. I we mean, do. if you don't, we could, we could go over some of the uh, the aquarium crime, because I know... No, I don't want to talk about it's, your it's, stupid it's, that's idea. That's coming up very soon, and I just want to make sure... 
You got the suit. You've been working on your tricks in the pool. Are you sure that you want to steal an aquarium? Do you really think that that's the best? I'm not the stealing the whole aquarium, just a, a couple fish, like a truckload of fish. And what, just all that effort so you can have one of the coolest break rooms of the mob headquarters ever? Of any mob. Okay. The Swedes, the Russians, you know, the cartel. They don't have a cool break room. I've been there. I've checked them out. No, okay. they all suck. Well, so you what? Bleak. You wanted me to look just like one of those different brown creatures that go through the waters in different ways. Seal. Yeah, that. You wanted me to look just like that. Uh, I want you to look similar to it, certainly. I've been working on it a little bit. Costume not fitting great. Okay. Well, because you didn't let the guy touch you and get your proper measurements. Okay. Well, there you, you, you go. You made him take you the measurements from ten feet away, so obviously they're not going to be. So can you get it to it? Get changed it? Well, yeah. We can take you back to the tailor, and he's going to have to take proper measurements. How about he takes pictures of me and then measures those? You can't do it that way. You have to get in there. You have to get in deep to the pant leg. And I know it's a little uncomfortable, but it's going to work. It's going to be great. And then you're going to be like, wow, what a comfortable seal suit. Well, does he at least have the kind of thing that the dentists have? You want to be put under to be have your measurements taken? That's what I'm talking about, yes. Okay, I, I'm sure we can arrange that. I'll get some some gas for you Okay. and put you out. Good to take see. Take your measurements. That's the kind of thing that, you know, you're trying to run a crime. You're trying to schedule it or whatever. One thing you should maybe think about is treating your, your compatriots, the people you're going to commit the crime with, with a bit of respect. Okay, well, I'm sorry. You're the first person I've run across that has to be put under... To get suit measurements, okay? I thought I was treating you by respect. I got one of the best tailors in town. And, you know, it's like one of those guys where you go and you get your suit and they, like, let you smoke cigars and drink wine and stuff. It was, a, I thought that was treating you with respect. But, no, you punched the guy out. And I'm told okay, he, he stole a couple of his ties. He more or less punched himself out is what I would say about that. And he definitely shouldn't be complaining about the ties because I made him one of the best sculptures that's never been seen before. Are, make, are you doing more like, are you making the ties into a sculpture? Well, I could be making, maybe something's going on that I've got planned in the works. Stop making clothes sculptures, all right? It's never going to catch on. And listen, I am calling it a cranberry apple tie. And it's a giant thing of ties collected up inside of a pie crust, okay? And then there's one that's cut out, open on top, with streams of ties coming out. So, yes, do I have to take four or five hundred ties to get the sculpture going? Mm hmm. Is this just another thing? But I was going to put it in front of his shop. You've been trying for years to get a, a sculpture in the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, right? Yeah, well, I do deserve to have at least four or five sculptures. Okay, you're never going to beat the cherry on the spoon. Just let it go. You know, the ups and downs of the sock market. Do you remember that? Yeah, one? I remember it vividly. It made me furious. <sighs> Man. And it didn't work, and you tried it, and you couldn't figure out how to get the socks to stand up right. Yeah, okay. Well, I just needed more socks to make a bigger bowl in the middle of the lake. Well, I don't know why you wanted to put it in the middle of the lake either. Uh, Most no. of the socks that we that I stole and got collected together ended up trying to go to make the island in the lake. And yeah. I keep dropping them in there, and nothing happened. By the way, I've been getting a lot of calls from government agencies about how we ruined the lake. <laughs> somehow, I'm, I don't know why they got my number, but I'm the one feeling the calls. Oh, so what? They're trying to tell me that feet 
are worse than fish smell? Uh, well, basically, yeah, something along the lines of, hey, you've caused an ecological disaster, uh, and someone's going to pay. So one of us is probably going to jail again. But, uh... Okay, well, that's neither there nor anywhere else. I'll tell you this. I'm doing my best to learn different techniques for your crime. I've been talking to some ballerinas. I'm getting things figured out. Okay? Can you do a backflip in the water yet? Can I do... I can do probably different backflips on land if you wanted me to. Well, I mean, that's something we can work on just because I think it'd be funny. But I really need you to perform in the water. Okay. I'm not going to get in the water with any trainers like some kind of I, seal, okay? I, but you need to be a seal. It's the whole point. I swear to God, if you get in that water day one and you, you don't know any tricks, I'm going to freak out. If you ruin this aquarium crime, I'm going to freak out. Okay, so what trick... Okay, before we get started on today's crimes, just give me a list really quick of the tricks. I'll tell Bobinski and we'll get it going. Okay, four jump through hoop. Forward jump through hoop. Got it. Backflip out of water. Backflip out of water. Onto what? Into ba- into more water. Okay. Yep. Um, maybe you could do something. I mean, well, you got to do the thing where you kind of like can like back like kind of like backflip out of the water. Not backflip. Where you just kind of like push yourself backwards with your feet and your tail and you kind of clap. Oh, okay. With or without tacos. I don't know why there would be tacos involved in the first place. Okay, keep going. Um, Any other tricks, or is that enough? That's probably enough. We can, we can. I mean, have you do been doing any research about like what other seals do? Well, I have been doing basically some research on what the bill is going to be for this. Oh my god! Bublinski wants at least five hundred. Who's Bublinski? The trainer. Okay. That's my trainer. I don't think that I don't. Did you get a new guy? Because that, that's not a name I recognize. She wants $25,000 per trick. Per trick? Yep. Oh, my God. Per hour. Per hour? No. I'm, no, what happened to the other guy? What happened to Julian? Okay, did you did you even talk to Julian twice? Yeah. Do you know what he thinks about property ownership? Oh, my God. What do you do? I, I didn't do anything except for tell him the truth about what the system is. Oh. And he got all upset about it, blah, 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 Is this another one of your conspiracy things? But I told him that basically he's probably a lizard. And then things happened, and I tried to check his eyeball shapes underneath his real eyes. Okay. He got hurt, and he got a a bit upset. You scooped out his eye? Well, I tried to scoop the top layer of his eye off, and he didn't understand the difference. Right. Mm-hmm. And was he a lizard? Did he have a lizard eye under his eye? Well, I got only parked down. Didn't didn't quite look like it, but I would like to take another one. Okay. Well, great. Now we're stuck with Bublinski. Yep. $25,000 per hour per trick. That's coming out of your pocket. No, it's part of the it's part of the aquarium fees. And she... And Don't you have a budget for this crime? What's your budget? It's probably like $30 trillion. I mean, it's high, but I mean, that's going to that's gonna eat a lot of it up. Okay, well, you can talk to her. Maybe, and the, maybe and they... Also, the more times I have to get you into the tailor, it's costing a lot more. Okay, what about if this? What about if I bake for her? Okay, because I happen to know that she's particularly fond of cream cheese Danish. Okay. So I bake a fresh cream cheese Danish for each trick. Maybe it takes it down about 
five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars, and then I take half of that for me. Okay, well, if you can do it, then if you can haggle her down, then go for it. But I'm, I'm but I want half I'm of what furious I, with I you. want 50 percent. You markup. need to stop checking people's eyeballs for lizard eyeballs, all right? It just at the end of the day, it just costs me money, all right? Should we talk about some crimes? I'd love to. Okay, I've got good crimes for you today, Mike. I don't believe you. And you know how I came up with them? What? I imagined myself in different places. Okay. I went outside. It's bright, sunny. There was a yellowy sky the other night. Mm -hmm. It was. I went out there. I closed my eyes. And I switched my mindset. All of a sudden, I was sledding down a hill in the middle of a blizzard. Wow. And so I used these powers... Of just like imagination, cre- Im- imagining something that wasn't there, right? And I use those different powers to see a potential future for us to create a future, right? So that's what I did. So, have you bird about this new trend? Do you say bird? <laughs> okay, what what is it? No, I have not bird about it. Bird watching, Mike. Oh. It's the next big thing. Okay, how do we make money off of it? Well, I'll tell you this. We could be making tons of cash every hour if we could organize bird-watching tours. Okay. Imagine, you know, hey, uh, bird-watching tour, 30 bucks. If we get 10 people to go, that's $300 for an hour-long bird-watching tour. Okay. 50 bucks, $500, right? You see what I'm, see where I'm going with yeah, that? Yeah, the money is good. Okay, but... We live in the city, don't we? We live in big city together. We don't have, you know, a lot of nature-y stuff around us. Not that much of it. That's true. Okay? Not really great for big bird watching. Going to no. be a bit tough unless you want to look at those pigeony things. It's going to be mostly pigeons, a couple doves. Maybe you see a robin. Yeah, the ones that are always searching for the pizzeria crusts. You know, mm-hmm. they're trying to wait for crust haters outside. Right. Catch their crusts, eat them up. Mm-hmm. Then they go up, sit on top of one of the skyways, take a look, try to dive bomb and poop onto you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to see more of those birds. Probably bird watchers don't really care about seeing more of those either. Right. So instead, we're going to design our own bird-watching experience. How's that going to work? In your alley, Mike. Why is everything in my alley? It'll be awesome. We'll create the whole experience so we won't have to rely on birds actually perching and pecking around. And everyone will leave super satisfied because they saw all kinds of birds and raptors and pterodactyly things. They'll even get to see a bald eagle. How's that? Well, we could just paint pictures of birds. Put them up on different things. Do you realize how birdwatching works? Or we could just go underneath different nests. Go around looking for nests. Go underneath them. Collect feathers. And glue them together to create fake birds. Okay. But if we only do one style. Like if we do a bunch of fake birds with paintings. It'll probably get noticed. If we did a bunch of fake birds with feathery nesty things. Probably get noticed that too. Start to look like coal sprites or something. Yeah. So, let's do both of those together in a good mix of it. And at the end of the tour, people might be wondering how the birds look so realistic, but they seem so still all the time. They're not doing too much moving. So, like, maybe the owl was sleeping, sure. But all the songbirds were still? And I'll say, do not worry, you know, we'll beat your suspicions. Because, up next, I see, on top of Mikey's house, a real... 
live bald eagle. And How's that gonna look? Well, it's gonna look like a bald eagle, or it's gonna move like a bald eagle. It's gonna be moving. Okay. Up on top. And how's that gonna happen? Do you think? I don't know how. Well, gonna what I'm gonna do is take a chicken mm-hmm. and, and paint it brown, except for its head, so that it looks like bald eagle. What do you think, Mike? This is my genius thing. We could be making $500 an hour, walking back and forth through your alley, showing people pictures of what they know are different birds that could be cool or could be not. And you always talk about this. Whenever I talk about a crime, you're like, oh, but people won't want to come back and do it again, or people will leave us bad reviews. Okay, if everybody got to see Pterodactyl, Carnal, Raptor, Tyrannosaurus Rex... Bald eagle, all kinds of amazing birds, humongous wild creatures in your alley. When they go back to read a review on Yelp, they're gonna say this was the best that I've ever seen. You know. Okay, but you realize like the main owls point of bird watching is that everyone has binoculars. Yeah. Well, so they're gonna look through the binoculars and they're just gonna see a picture of a bird no, no, with no. feathers taped onto well, it. Well, one thing it's not gonna look realistic through the binoculars. No, we'll make them small. Wherever they are, okay? So that it looks like they're from really far into the distance. Okay, but with the binoculars, you're still going to be able to see where it is. Yeah, you're going to see where it is, yeah. Like, oh, it's still going to be, like, taped to, like, some of my, one of my neighbor's roofs. Well, okay. And so it's just going to look small, but it's still going to be taped to the roof. Well, that's part of the secret. What we'll do is we'll create the background so that it looks like the roof is shorter. Right. Okay, but when they want to go see the bald eagle, they look through binoculars, they see, that's the chicken painted brown. Oh, no, no, they'll see, that's the white head and the brown body, okay. that's a bald eagle. But these guys are experts at knowing what birds are. When they Weird. get a good no. look at the bird, they're not going to be like, oh, it's going to be like, oh, that chicken has a brown body and a white head. I've got a big mistake for you there, you no, my friend. No, you don't. You have made, just made it one of the humongousest errors. How We are the bird experts. Not them. What do you mean? They probably have not seen a pterodactyl before in real life. What? Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna what? This is Jurassic Park now. We're just gonna like have a pterodactyl. Well, it's just one of the types of birds that are found in your alley, na- natively. A dinosaur? Is it a dinosaur? Yeah. Anyway, they haven't seen T Rex in real life. A T Rex isn't a bird. <laughs> it's a dinosaur. Okay. They probably have only seen one or two bald eagles from really far distance. We've seen thousands. And let me tell you something, my friend. If you make the mistake of thinking that those photos of the one in front of the American flag, you know, Pledge of Allegiance style, if you make the mistake of thinking that's what a bald eagle really looks like. So now we're going to be building this on the conspiracy that every picture of bald eagles that you've seen before are wrong. And what they look like is a chicken. That's what you're going with? That's what you're going with. The symbol of our country is not actually a bird <laughs> of prey. It is a chicken. Well, what I'm trying to say is sometimes people do different things with photographs that create big bright light behind you. Or do you think that bird is really standing in front of the American flag when they with, with that picture? Yeah. It was not. 
is put on top by the man. They were created to I'm do not, this. I don't want to hear anything more about the man, all right? And then what I'll do, okay, is I'll take our chicken and I'll take pictures of it in front of an American flag that look exactly like the pictures of the bald eagle in front of the American flag. Then underneath it, I'll write original on the chicken one. And then I'll write. Oh my god. And then I'll write marked up for patriotism on on the one with the eagle. Then I'll show it to them and say, look, I had the originals here. You know, this was the photo. That's what the bald eagle really looks like. This was marked up for patriotism. See how it says it underneath? And then they'll look at that and they'll say, wow, I never knew that before. I'll say, yep, you learn a lot in Mike's alleyway. Welcome to the real world. Now check out the fucking eagle. And then they'll look back up. Wow, so cool. You know, it's got good texture. Okay, but you realize if, if we are able to, uh, uh, like, kind of lure any experienced bird watchers in, they're almost guaranteed to have seen a bald eagle. They're not that rare anymore. They're off the endangered species list. And How many times have you seen eagles of balds? I've seen plenty in, in Minneapolis. They're not... They come here. They're, they're, we got a billion lakes here. Okay, well then why don't we put the chicken up on the roof and instead we won't even paint it except for we'll paint it a lovely golden, golden brown. Mm-hmm. Then he'll come get eaten by the bird. Do eagles eat chickens? I mean, they're more, they really hunt for fish more than smaller birds. But. Okay, same difference, Mike. Build a pool on your roof, fill it with different salmons and trouts. Or something. Mm-hmm. Clownfish. Maybe some extra from your aquarium heist. And then we'll have eagles flocking, flying by the thousands over to the top of your house. Boom. Spectacle created. Okay, I just feel like also a, a larger point of bird watching is almost more of a hike, like through a nature preserve. Well, I don't think people are going to have a very your alleyway. experience through an alleyway. Let me tell you, your alleyway is an experience. You know? Yeah. Wading through different people from different places. People who live out down there in the back. There's different caves underneath garages that have been created over years. Stuff like that. Lots of interesting space. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe we could try it out and maybe do a promotion with Steve. Where he gets some customers and we get some blowback. I just don't think... I don't want to do the chicken thing. If anything... I, Maybe we hunt down our own bald eagle and maybe we can, like, chain him up or clip its wings so he's just, like, hopping across the roof. That's so mean, Michael. You're so rude. We're criminals. Why do we have to be nice all the time? All right, we can't do this. You're a terrible person. You've got no respect for the eagle or the real eagle, which is the chicken. That should be the American bird. Okay, did you know that the American bird was almost a turkey? I think that was what Mr. Franklin wanted to do. Yeah. Yep. But... I want it to be chicken, because they're delicious. Well, okay. You want to talk about something else? I guess so. So you, all right, yeah. I'm done with that. How about a Scappy Sam or Sammy Scap? I don't know. I don't know if I really want to do another one of those. You got anything else? Or? Nope, we're doing that one. Can do you remember what those are? Yes. It's a Can scam you explain assistant. it? Yes. Explain it to the people. It's a scam assistance program. Uh, so sp- basically... We're like a third party where the people who scam, like maybe like a telemarketer, will come to us and we'll have like a plan for them to make more money, and we take a piece of that money that they make. Yep. So say say the say what it's called again. No. 
Okay. Well, Scam Assistance Program, SAP, SAP. Yeah. So, is it a sappy scam or a scammy sap? Which one do you like better? I don't like either of it. Okay. You know those people that do the call to do scams? Yeah, I just talked about it. The telemarketing scams. And they try to get people on the phone to this fake accidental crediting thing where they make it look like... You know, your bank account got way more money than it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Then they convince the people to go to the store. Yeah. Buy gift cards to, it, you know, to pay them back for it. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, what I've been getting recently, it's a lot of like, hey, your PayPal is, is, you need to log into your PayPal on this random spooky text message. That's what I get a lot. Um, well, this one particularly... Also, apparently my uh, car's warranty has been expired for about 10 years. I My car warranty was expired before I had a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one is particularly, uh, you know, taking on the victims of this crime. Right. Are usually the elderly. Of course. Who get confused by the tech going on. Trying to get on their online bank. Because why would the internet lie to them? Right. So they get onto a fake website says, oh, the guy credited you $10,000. And then he's on the phone threatening that he's probably going to, you know, he's going to get his job kicked off. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him and his family. Yeah. He just messed up really bad. Accidentally gave him $10,000 instead of zero. And then hoping that they're good natured. Maybe they'll go get him $500 in gift cards, send yeah. it to him afterwards, which is ridiculous. But So, I want to help them with it because I think I can help them get even more customers going. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it with a consulting program. We're going to teach people how to talk in one of the most innocent and trustworthy accents there could ever be. What's that? And that's right. Mike, the Midwestern Minnesotan accent. Oh, yeah? Yep. We'll teach them phrases. Super duper. And pronunciation to sound like simple, hard-working service center representatives. Things like, you betcha. You betcha. All right, let's hear you do, uh, I've got a hot dish in the oven for supper Ooh. tonight. Got a hot dish in the oven for supper tonight. Oofta? Oofta. I don't want to budge into your day. I'm going to just scooch right by you. Want to come with? Oh. <laughs> Have a drink of pop? Pop. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Don't you know. Gold. Oh, it's real cold. Top the tater. Top the tater? I don't <laughs> think that's one I've heard before. And oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that one's, uh, you definitely heard me say a couple times on this podcast. So, Mike, you know, if you haven't noticed or if you've forgotten... We are from Minnesota. We are Minneapolis natives. And I do say pop instead of soda, even I, though we're from Minnesota. I we feel, should like, call it I feel like we should be the, the one place in the Midwest that says soda. It would only make sense. Minnesota. Yep, we're Minnepop. Yeah, yep. we even say Minnesota with a D. So, what I'm trying to say is, this accent, when you talk it to someone who says, Oh, you betcha, you know, oh, yeah. or whatever... You Just bet. like that. You're really good at it. Oh, thank you. Yep. If you're talking like that, you're probably going to trust them more than mm-hmm. if you're talking in any other accent that ever known in nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to do is teach them how to say this stuff. Okay. And then we'll get lots of money because they'll get extra customers. So. And we'll take thousands of dollars per session. 
So basically, what your 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 big plan is kind of like. So what they do now is train people to kind of speak in that kind of like soft southern accent because they they think kind of like what you think is like oh everyone trusts a th- uh, like a southern gentleman or like a bit of a southern bell type. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I'm saying no. We are the, we are the most trustworthy accent that ever was or ever could be. We like casserole, but we call it hot dish. Hot dish. Yep. Hot dish, baby. And, you know, we say, oh, oh, let me squeeze by you there. We just scooch right on by. Don't you know. Don't you know. You know, this is tough on us, but we got to take some more of your money now, don't you know. Oh, you betcha. Oh, you bet. Yep. Yeah. And so sure. everybody wants to give us money. Also, we play Duck, Duck, Grey Duck, not Duck, Duck, Goose. That's true. Yeah. Why do we, other people do Duck, Duck, Goose? Yep. And they're wrong to do it. Yeah. It's Duck, Duck, Grey Duck. Exactly. Yeah. What is a good goose? Also, we have more lakes than everyone else. Yeah. Have you ever thought of that? So, if anyone knows about Grey Ducks, you know, we do. We do. We know about the Grey Duck. Yeah. And the Loon. And the Bald Eagle. Mm Mm-hmm. And Gophers. Mm Mm-hmm. And Moles. Yeah. Golden Gophers, baby. Yep. And, um... Moose. Mooses. Yep. Meese. Meeses. Deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, woodpeckers. Yep. Cardinals. Shovels. Gray wolves. Chicken. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um... Ground beef. Mm-hmm. Corn. Anyway, what are we talking about? Well, oh, we're talking about the crime. Do you want to do it or not? Just, or do you want to talk more about Minnesota? Things you like, things you don't. So basically, we just teach people. Yeah, I guess we can do that. Uh, what else do you want to talk about Minnesota for? I like crockpots. Crockpots are pretty good. And I like warm dishes on a cold day. You know? Oh, nice, nice bowl of chili. Mm-hmm. Chili's really good. Mm-hmm. Do you like to go skating? Uh, I, I like the idea of it, but uh, I don't have the greatest back in the world, so it just doesn't work out for me, but... How about ice fishing? I do like ice fishing. How about snowmobiling? Uh, yeah. How about giving me money? No. Uh, you betcha. How about wearing shorts in, like, February? Yep, that's a thing. Yeah, I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. And you know, everybody thinks that it's cold all the time. It's not that cold. It's You're fine. It's really hot right now. Yeah. It gets hot and humid. More hot than California, for sure. Well, it gets so hot, Mike, that the other day I was looking outside and a tree in my yard just started on fire. Well, did you have a microscope up to it, like a magnifying glass? No, nope, no magnifying glass. I was just looking at it, doing a bit of prayer. Boom. It lit on fire. It was so hot. Didn't know you were a religious man, but... Sometimes I am when I want to get trees going. <laughs> well, I, apparently you're bringing to someone who answers your prayer, so that's something special that we've never talked about before. But but I think it was mostly the heat. Yeah. But because it got hot, <laughs> lit on fire, and then, oh, the humidity, though, you know, mm-hmm. it was always so bad. So yeah, then, it kind of, kind of dampened right away. We have swamp summer. Yeah. Hot and humid. Yeah, you wouldn't you would think it gets hot in Minnesota, but it gets, it, it, it gets up there. And then it gets cold and dry, and you get a bloody nose and crackly knuckles. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But you get a nice spring and nice fall for 10 days of the year. It's also, awesome. here's something bad about Minnesota. It always says it's going to rain every day. And mm-hmm. guess what? Never rains. Yep, that's true. It says it's going to rain every day. Never rains. You're right about that. Yeah, it was supposed to storm today. And you you know that that saying the whole uh, red at night sailors 
Oh, wait, what's the thing? Uh, if it's brown, flush it down. Brush it down. Something about if there's a red sky, it's supposed to storm the next I day. I think I know what you're talking about. We did a yellow sky, but no storm. It looked like it was going to tornado, and then everything was fine today. So yeah. Sometimes I just want to listen to a storm, but apparently there's just like... It just goes all around. Nope. Only storms. We get our snowstorms. Yep. No rain. So that was about 20 minutes about Minnesota. Yeah, we, I guess we can teach people to talk, say, open. What do you think? How much can we charge per session? I was thinking we charge $20,000 per person per minute. I think that's a bit high, but we could probably charge like a Okay, $15,000 per... Can you, work, can you let me fucking speak for three damn seconds, Paul? Well, you said that was a bit high, so I went a bit lower. But I'm just saying, well, you're like, per minute, I'm just saying like, we could charge probably like a ten, twenty thousand $20,000 like seminar for these big places. $20,000 per seminar. Each seminar is one minute. <sighs> it's sure. And or maybe seminar is only one person. Maybe it's a three day seminar and we charge like fifteen thousand dollars per day. Per what? Per day. For each person? Oh my god. Alright, never mind. I don't want to do this anymore. What, you're gonna annoy me already? Yeah, I'm gonna annoy you. And now you wanna go. Is that what's now I wanna wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Now you wanna be all done with it already. Because here's the thing. You didn't want to do this in the first place. I do always want to do nope. it. Nope. And then I, I said yes. I said, let's do it. I enjoyed it. And then I said, here's something we can do. And then you get all pissy. You get pissy and you don't want to do it. Because you never actually wanted to do it. What, the crime you mean or the podcast? Both, probably. Well, the podcast I for sure wanted to do, but then I was attacked by your freaking friend. I said, Sitting I, out there I, trying to I kill me. I barely him. talked about pricing and the thing. You're like, ooh, what? Per day? Ooh, per second? Ooh, per dude? Shut up. Mike, things, we need to get a lot of money. Things cost money. We can't all go throwing around millions of dollars on the aquarium heist you, for no reason. It's going to be so good. It's, you're going to see and you're going to eat in the break room and you're going to get it. You don't get it now, but you're going to get it once you, once you eat your first PB&J. Oh, well, it's going to be so good. Oh, a PB&J with salmon on it. That sounds delicious. I, who the fuck talked about salmon? That's the thing you said. You brought that up. Do you eat PB and J's with salmon? I don't eat. I don't want to, but I'm gonna have to if I go to that break room. And then you know what? Did anyone ever ask you about what's gonna happen? We're gonna have to do this crime again every six months. Every time that we run out of shore lunch. Oh my god! You're not taking fish out of the aquarium to eat, Paul. I swear to God. That's what they're there for. I'm gonna they? count every fish, and if there's one missing. One, I'm coming straight to when, you. Mike, when you go and get a delicious Cheddar Bay biscuit at a Red Lobster and you see a big tank of lobsters, what do they do? I don't even like lobsters. Those, those are specifically to pick your own lobster to eat, all right? This is just for ambiance. Oh, right? okay, so you're not supposed to eat a clownfish. No. When you go to a place that has an aquarium, you go and pick out, and you know what? I'm not going to finish that because I know you have probably done that, all right? I've not been to aquariums to dine that often. Oh my god! I've no. only had, tried hammerhead, not very good. I'm taking, I'm taking stock Dory, of every creature that we take from the aquarium. If there's one thing missing, we even one. Come into your house, I'm, I'm coming for you. All right, with my, my fist in your face. Oh, he's a big tough guy now. Okay, are we done with this Michael Jordan podcast? Have you finished with your little crybaby attitude? 
Because I need to go get roughed up by a tailor. If you, if you take one fish for sushi, I, it's over for you. You know what? I will sushi about it. Maybe I'll get some, maybe I won't. Don't test me, Paul. Don't test me. I'm serious. But, I mean, are you going to even have a rice maker in the break room? No. Did you think of that? No. So there's no rice maker? Yeah. And there was, but now obviously I can't trust you to not make like a, like a tuna roll. So now there's going to be no rice maker. Okay. Is there going to be, you know, tables? Yeah, of course there's going to be tables. Okay, what kind of tables? Have you thought about what wood substrate you're going to have? That's not on me. I'm not building. I'm just providing the fish, all right? So all this effort and you're not even building a break room. Yeah, I'm not by hand building a break room. (laughs) Obviously not, Paul. I'm not by hand putting in the glass and, like, sealing it in. Putting in the water, making sure the pH balance is perfect for aquarium fish. Okay? No, I'm not doing that personally. (laughs) I gave the idea to the boss. He said yes. He's taking care of the construction. I do the fish. I've been very clear about that. Okay, so he's funding a huge project just for you to get six months of food. I swear to God, one fish, Paul. One. And you're done for. We'll see about it. But there's probably going to be fish in there that need to get eaten or they're going to eat other fish. Did you ever think about that? You can't mix sharks and other smaller sharks together. I'm not getting sharks. Also, they if, eat if you get like a smaller, like if you get like a white teeth reef, reef shark, you're, they're really not going to eat many fish, all right? As long as you feed them regularly, they're going to be fine, all right? But you better hope that one of those sharks don't eat another fish because if it does, who am I coming for? Well, we'll check their teeth. You'll see that there's stuff on their teeth. Coming for you first. Look, we got to wrap this up, all right? It's been gone on way too long, if you ask me. Okay. Jeez, you're grumpy today. Why don't you Michael Jordan it up, and you'll feel better, okay? okay. Do your little first thing. First of all, Michael Jordan was never happy once. Every win, he said, I can do better. It didn't matter that he won. He was never happy. Did you know that he... Watch The Last Dance. That man is just a ball of just rage. He's selling his estate. Do you want to buy it? I, well, I've... Put it in a bid, but I, don't know, I heard LeBron was coming for it, too, and I, I can't afford I okay. can't compete with him. Keep going. Look, here's what you're going to do. What number is Michael Jordan? 23. Yeah, and, he is selling his estate. Yeah. Yep. And and, and you can write, hey, on, like, uh, Apple Podcasting. You don't have to, and we'd rather you didn't. Do you like the you number 23? you can go on Apple Podcasts, and you can write... My, uh, Michael is the twenty-three of podcasters, five stars. So no, but what I'd, I'd rather now we're in twenty-third place. Yeah. So what I'd rather you do is go on, a, go on a little uh, journey by sea, get lost on a desert island. But don't eat any other fish because Mike doesn't like get it. Get lost on a desert fish. island. I'm. I will slap you. I'm. I'm fed up with you. Okay. I won't say anything. I'm doing else. my thing. This is my part. You get to talk the whole other time, and I'm. I'm listening. All right. This is my turn. So go out, go out on a little journey, get lost a little bit, find You're yourself really a nice de- chill out. desert island, and instead of like chopping down trees and like like forming the word help with rocks or something, what I want you to do is write the perfect crime five stars. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. On thousands of beaches, maybe they'll get seen and get saved, and then they'll say it was us. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Should we say bye? Yeah, let's say bye. I want to say it at the end this time, okay? All right. Bye.